Greetings, everyone. I am excited to welcome Noam Liron to the show. He is co-founder and CEO at Sightful. So, Noam, welcome. Thank you, Ben. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, great to have you here. Looking forward to the conversation. So let's dive right in. So tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, I would love to. So I think I spent most of my career in cybersecurity. I did about five years in the famous Unit 8200, which is part of the intelligent corps of the IDF. And I think my first brush with SAS was just after that, when I joined as the first employee of Adalon. Adalon is a cloud security company, and I would, I believe, one of the first SaaS-based cybersecurity companies back in 2012, when SaaS was still, I would say, getting started or kind of hitting its, its best times were ahead, I would say. So we kind of pioneered a security as a service, not only software as a service. And Adalon was a SaaS B2B company. So my first brush there was as part of an enterprise selling motion. I had interactions with some of the largest customers, LinkedIn, SAP, Walmart, those kind of logos. And after pioneering and creating a new category of SaaS products, we were acquired by Microsoft, which then brought me to my second brush with SaaS as a selling motion, where as the CTO of the Israeli site, I had a chance to meet and work with a lot of different startups in the Israeli ecosystem. Now, for, for various reasons, the dominant business model for startups in Israel is SaaS B2B rather than B2C. So there's a lot to learn, there's a lot of expertise, and many investors, both Silicon Valley-based and Israeli-based, kind of, I am guessing, honed their craft. Uh, and I'm guessing we'll get to this, but, but Sightful is about measuring SaaS B2B companies, helping SaaS B2B companies, helping RevOps be better. So that's what I think I learned. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Appreciate that yeah. intro. And you can't wait to learn more about what Sightful does. And now your background starting out in cybersecurity, so would you say you had a, a technical background or more a commercial background? I'm an engineer turned business executive. Like okay. I started by managing a team, like obviously by doing things on my own and then managing a team and then managing a few teams. And Microsoft took me more towards the product ownership and engineering management path. And in my last role as the CTO of the site, I would say that's more of a strategic role for the company. I I would say that I'm, I'd like to think, think of myself as technical, but I think the thing that I think is, is the most important bit and the thing I always want to get better at is people skills. I think that's kind of what makes this business work, right? Whether it's first customers, first employees, that's, that's what you need to get going. Yeah, definitely. So important people skills internally and externally. So yeah, let's dive into Sightful. So tell us what products and services Sightful offers. So Sightful is a revenue analytics platform. In one sentence, what we do is we help CROs, RevOps, and CFOs analyze and optimize the go-to-market motions using data. And what do we mean by that? Like when you think of B2B SaaS companies, they're essentially factories. The factories for revenue, they manufacture revenue. And just like a good factory, you have a few production lines. You have marketing, which is a production line for leads. You have sales, which is the production line for deals. And you have customer success, which is in essence, the production line for renewals and expansion. And the thing that kind of 
strikes me as weird and the thing I want Siphon to help with is that even though it's a production line, even though it's a factory, even though having success in one of these production lines doesn't mean you get to change the, the end result, we're not treating it as a factory. It's not being run as one. And I believe, and I think our customers believe that revenue should be run as a process with instrumentation, with data, with early warning systems. And right now that's usually not the case. It's being run out of spreadsheets and dashboards. Now, in many cases and in many companies, this is the responsibility of the CFO. In some, it's the responsibility of the CRO, but regardless of where the buck stops, it's a really hard problem to solve. And for us, I think the thing that makes this different is that we're not a BI platform, right? We're not about just crunching numbers and showing you a nice graph. What we bring to the table is knowledge. We've sat down with leading VCs, with industry experts, with customers that we think are kind of on the bleeding edge of how to run a company. And we've productized that knowledge into a product. And what I, what I want Cyphel to provide companies with is the ability to deploy product, connect it to your data, don't have to deal with, with mapping it or don't have to deal with cleaning it, and you don't need to deal with kind of the data engineering part of it. You can focus on the business impact, on, on getting alerts, on GDM issues, on kind of having visibility from leads to renewals, mm -hmm. on all those things that today, I, I call it the 70% problem of RevOps. Like 70% of, of the job, of the revenue job is in Excel today. Like that's not the way it should be. Mm -hmm. So that's what we, we set up to solve. <laughs> yeah, no, really interesting. We know the revenue production line can get so complicated. So what systems are you integrating to, to, to create this, say, optimizing the revenue production line? So our approach is slightly different. Like we come to it from the, I would say the output direction. Like what are the metrics each company needs based on its strategy to impact the revenue? And from there we roll backwards. Like what are the different data sources that each company has? Now, I've like to say that I've learned from my mistakes in the past and in Adelon, in my previous company, we've actually developed the connectors ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we saw that this was a really kind of a limiter to what we could help customers achieve. So our approach with Sightful is different. We use off-the-shelf connectors, third-party cloud connectors, ETLs, whatever the customer has, even if they have a data warehouse. Like it doesn't really matter where the data sits. What we spend most of our kind of time on is building the transformation layer, which is automatic. So no matter where it sits, you know, what format it's been kept in, we can map it to the same model and get customers to see metrics, insights, and the value they're looking for. So probably any name you can come out come out with, I don't know, like HubSpot, yeah. Salesforce, yeah. NetSuite, like we can probably run the top top 10, top 15 ones. We've got them. Like it's it's not the way we look at solving. Yeah, um, yeah really interesting. One last question around the product and you know, revenue operations can mean a lot of thing and optimizing the go-to-market motion. So would you say you work within that initial lead to landing the customer and everything that happens in between? So what we, we want to create the holy grail of the revenue machine, which is lead to renewal. 
how can you see what happens from the moment a lead gets created to the moment an opportunity is closed and passed it to the renewal next year? Because we believe that today you might have good tools to analyze marketing, you might have good tools to analyze sales, you might have good tools to analyze customer success, but that can only get you to optimizing each of these individual departments. And I think with today's complex motions, when you have multiple products, when you have multiple geographies, when you have multiple sales parts, each one is different, mm-hmm. you, you have to get, some, get more granular, basically. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, what a, what a fun problem to solve. We know, we know the go-to-market motion, all that data just needs a lot of help. So when did you, what year did you found Sightful? So we've been around for about two and a half years. Uh, started in September, 2020. My co-founder and I have known each other for about 15 years. And both of us, after being more than 10 years in cybersecurity, wanted to work on something new. And we, I'm guessing did the most, the different thing of not continuing in cybersecurity, but we weren't about to pass all that knowledge and abilities we think cybersecurity brings to the table. And I have to tell you, Sightful is that thing that allows us to use the knowledge we've had from cybersecurity and kind of do it in a new world. Because cybersecurity, all the products that we created were all about getting data, normalizing it, and analyzing it for anomalies. And that's exactly what revenue analytics essentially is. You want to understand what's working, what's not. You want to understand what predicts what and what is a late or an early indicator of something. And I feel like for various number of reasons, cybersecurity has seen a lot of kind of new technologies in that area. I think most of those incentives are people's jobs are on the line in cybersecurity if you get Mm -hmm. reached. Mm-hmm. There's a scarcity of talent. I feel like data analytics hasn't seen the same kind of set of urgency, mm-hmm. but that's that's kind of our advantage. I, I think from my angle, like, you know, in Adelon, when we started, the first year was hard. It was hard because we thought we, we knew something. We thought that there is this problem, that the cloud isn't as secure as everyone thinks. And we were telling everyone about it. And basically, we got left out of many rooms, right? Cloud security, why would you need that? Like, the, the cloud is secure. That's why we're moving there. And I think after a year, seeing this market being created, I kind of went to, through the same process here, right? Everyone kind of thought, yeah, RevOps has it covered. We already have all the tools we need. And we see, especially in this kind of economy, that unless you get your numbers right, unless you get the insights behind them and not just the numbers, then you're going to have a hard time to compete. Yeah. And I love what you said, what's working, what's not working. I talk about that all the time in my SAS metrics course and that, right, where should we focus? So where, where is your company located? So we're dual headquartered. We have headquarters here in San Francisco and we have the ones in Tel Aviv. That's where our R&D center is. And I actually recently moved to New York to just open to open our offices there. I was just telling you about we haven't had any snow so far, maybe yeah. just one day. So yeah. 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 Awesome. So headquarters in, in San Francisco, R and D headquarters sound like in Tel Aviv. And then what's your current team size? So we're just under 30. We'll spread kind of between San Francisco and Tel Aviv with some of our go-to-market teams spread 
across the US. Many of our team is kind of, I would say two types of, of talents. One is X McKinsey, like our product essentially productizes knowledge. We partnered with a lot of great talent from people who kind of sell knowledge for a living, consultants. And the second part is X8200 talented engineers who can help us build and push this to scale. And the thing I think I'm proud of, and I'm guessing when we get to talk about kind of my angle on this, we were very diligent in choosing people that are obsessed with what we're trying to solve and with the product. And I think that's, that's one of the things I'm most proud of. And I can say that everyone on our team knows what we're trying to solve, what we're, who we're trying to help. And that's what we need to scale. That's great. Yeah, that's a yeah, great tip, hiring people who are obsessed with that problem, trying to solve it. So just under 30 spread between San Francisco and Tel Aviv. And then no. anything you want to share around your ARR size, revenue size, or magnitude? So I think you, usually, I'm guessing what people want to know is like, are we getting traction, right? Like, is this a theory? Are we in the market? And the, the answer is yes. Like, the need is there. The problem is there. Mm-hmm. We have customers that swear by us. And generally... I think my tip is our customers are our best ambassadors. So mm-hmm. whenever <laughs> someone's in doubt, we just know who to put, who to connect with. I think we're also kind of in terms of traction, we're big believers in being very obsessive about being there for our customers when they need us. You, if you hit us up, if you ask us a question, you will usually get an answer mm-hmm. within 30, 30 minutes. Faster than Uber Eats, if you ask me. <laughs> um, and generally, like the size of our customers varies. We have customers from just a few millions of dollars. And we have customers that are approaching $200 million. And we've recently also seen traction with customers and that are at half a billion dollars, which is very exciting. So kind of stay tuned for news on that. I think the most visible one that we, we've had, and they've been with us from day one, is Wiz. They've recently been recognized as the fastest growing SaaS company to reach $100 million. So that's super exciting. Being the platform that helps them show what the, what's the ARR, what's mm-hmm. the performance, what's the growth prospects, is also kind of what helped them raise $300 million just a few days ago. So yeah, no, that's great. So from SMB to those enterprise customers, and then you help optimize go-to-market motion. So tell us about your go-to-market motion. You mentioned a couple different personas, CFOs, CROs, you know, revenue operations. So tell us how you're reaching prospects and who, who are you trying to reach within these companies? So I, I think this is something you will love because if, I think you might also see this from your angle, but we're kind of hitting a cold that exists between the finance persons and RevOps. Our customers, all the people that buy us are RevOps people. We help them analyze and understand what's going on at marketing, what's going on. They're almost the instrument, they're working on the instrumentation of the factory. They're working on making that visible to decision makers. They're working on kind of coming up with suggestions. So we are the best friends. But what I've also seen is that we're also helping marketing improve on their own. And most of all, we're helping finance kind of change their cadence from being, I think finance always wanted to be 
in that cadence, but it's just start, we're helping finance be there on the weekly basis, on the monthly basis, rather than only when it comes to uh, mm -hmm. board meetings, which is sometimes the way departments try to push. Mm -hmm. So the, those are kind of our main personas. And we're kind of a mix of an SMB motion and an enterprise motion. Mm -hmm. We'll land and expand. So we start with RevOps. Usually the scenario is sales. And from there, we expand to finance metrics, auto marketing metrics, depending on what the customer needs. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that the beautiful thing here is that with us seeing customers in different phases of their lives, one, it's a it's an amazing anthro, anthro like it's an amazing experience to see companies evolve. Right, mm -hmm. we see companies where the thing that mattered to them was the new business, and then they kind of get to a phase where oh my god, we need to work on our nettle attention, mm -hmm. and then we see companies when they launch new product lines because many companies get to that point. So that brings a different set of challenges. So the, the nice thing about our model and our metric catalog is that it caters. It's kind of the combined knowledge from these different phases. So whenever you move between phases, you have it ready for you. Mm -hmm. The insights yeah. and the metrics. Yeah, really interesting. And so you just recently raised a Series A of $18 million. And how much capital have you raised to date now? So in total, we've raised $24 million. Okay. Um, and I would say Noah's Venture Partners and Dell Technologies are kind of the, the main backers of Sightful. We've had also significant participation from Tiger and other several partners. We also have quite a few C-levels that are part of our mm -hmm. advisory board and have participated in our, in our previous rounds, mostly because they've seen this pain. Like they, they're trying to navigate companies that are huge and they need data, they can trust us, trust, they can need, they want insights, they want to be able not to get, I'll have to get back to you whenever they ask a question. Mm -hmm. Like that's what we help them with. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And then with that series A raise of 18 million, what were those triggers or milestones that said, we're ready to raise this amount of capital? So I would say we weren't actively looking to, mm -hmm. to do a series A at the time. Like, I, I think the sort of thing that kind of unraveled was that we kept in touch with a few VCs we were eyeing for, for future partnership with. And I, I think what, what kind of triggered it was that some of them started seeing Sightful in their own board meetings. Like they started seeing companies that they sit on boards of use data from Sightful, use insight from Sightful. And if I'm kind of remembering like one of the quotes from that time, it would be, I, I have this Series A company and they show me stuff that even if they were in Series C, I would be kind of uh, <laughs> impressed. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that was kind of the catalyst of that. And we have an enthusiastic customer base mm -hmm. that, that kind of helped us set that up. There's a growing need in the market. Basically, I think one of our one of our investors called it signs of oil, right? You have this, you have this, you have this. This is something everyone needs. Mm -hmm. Let's get behind it. So interesting. So you weren't really actively looking, but just your product was ending up in these board meeting presentations or used to you know help with those board meeting presentations that caught the eye of some VCs. And that also sounded like you were just 
keeping an eye on some VCs that you thought would be a good fit for Sightful then? Were you just kind of staying in contact, keeping them updated on progress with the company then? Yeah, I think we're being very purposeful on who we work with, whether it is initially customers, design partners, employees, VCs and partners in VCs. One of the things you kind of, you don't choose it for one year. You don't choose it for two years. You choose it for the life of the company. So we were being very, kind of very specific on who we're aiming for. And generally, I think the fact that there's a very strong network, both of Adelam alumni, both of kind of X8200 entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. helps you be, build a good heat map of kind of mm -hmm. unbiased opinions. Yeah, yeah, that makes harvest. a lot of sense. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. that, yeah, really interesting. So with 24 million raised to date, you've got a little experience raising some capital. So any lessons learned along the way that you'd like to share with, with other SaaS founders? So I think one of them I kind of touched on, like your customers are your biggest ambassadors. Now, it doesn't mean that you can afford to pull that card every time. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think at the end of the day, that's what investors look for. They look for someone else from the industry, both an expert and a user, to tell them that this is an unsolved problem, that there's budget behind it, and that they can potentially solve it. And if you have these three and you have unbiased people saying that, then everything becomes easier. And I think maybe one other thing I would, I would kind of bring out was I'm a big believer in saying, I don't know, like I'm not afraid to say that I don't know something. And I've found out that that's something that, at least in my experience, and everyone has their own different journey and experiences that kind of shape how, who they are and their tool set. But in my experience, having that almost, I don't know if to say, I feel like, I feel like it's not humble to say humbleness, but having that, <laughs> I'm guessing having that willingness to learn, right? Or curiosity, that's what kind of enables you to build a partnership and that's that doesn't only work with investors, that works with employees because employees are one of your investors as well. And they invest something more precious than money, they invest time. So just being, being open about things that you haven't figured out of, showing them how you're going to tackle it, that's what they really wanna know. Yeah, and they're really interesting because other founders mentioned that, or you know, they may have said being authentic with your investors, being transparent, open, and open. And yeah, if you don't know something, saying, "Hey, I just don't know it," and acknowledging yeah. that. So yeah, definitely a message that has, comes up every now and then. So appreciate that insight, Noam. So as we wrap up with some final questions, what's next for Sightful? What's coming up that's exciting? So one of the things we've been hard at work at is not only having a great sales model that you can roll out in, in just one click, we've also been working on the marketing model, which is a pretty, pretty heavy lift. Like if you thought sales is messy, marketing is way messier. Different data sources, everyone's looking at things differently. I believe we spent enough time with customers and with industry experts to have something that's standardized and customers can roll out. So we're announcing general availability for that in the next quarter. And generally, if you're a RevOps or a C-level that has a hard time understanding 
what impact marketing or different sales initiatives have, like this could be really useful for you. I think another, another really exciting thing for us was that we've recently gone through our first big chunk of renewals and expansions. And it's, it's one of those things, you know, it's coming. It's like a train. It's, it should be there on time. You, you're not exactly, you think you know who's going to be on it, but until it gets there, like only then you can tell. So I'm glad to say that was a really great experience for, for us, for the team. It feels good to kind of to help your customers grow. And it feels good to get gratitude for that a year later, which is usually for some of our contracts are long-term, but for the show, for the one-year ones, that's like maybe one of the first chances to show that gratitude and opening our New York city offices. Mm -hmm. uh, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And I love that train analogy, right? You know, these bat, your first batch of renewals <laughs> are coming. You don't, you, you think you know who's on the train, but you're not sure who's staying till that next stop. So I love that analogy. <laughs> and so, and then opening New York City office, which is fantastic. So if listeners would like to learn more about Sightful, where should we send them online? So I think our website, sightfulwith2ls.com, LinkedIn. You can also email us at hello at Sightful. Like if you, if you, if you want a thought partner, if you want someone to run something by, we're, we're happy to do this paid forward thing and just help help rev up people. Mm -hmm. I think we get good karma <laughs> for That's that. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and I think generally, Sightful is my way of productizing all this all this knowledge and insights that surround us. Uh, I think the more people we get that we can incorporate their their knowledge, their insights to people like you, Ben. I think the better we'll see companies around us doing perform. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I love the the problem, the data that you're trying to solve here with Sightful. So listeners, if you'd like to learn more about Noam and Sightful, check out Sightful with two L's.com to learn more about his company. So Noam, really appreciate you coming on the show today, sharing your experience and background.